0: Welcome football fans, buckle up for another hard-hitting episode of Let's Talk XFL, the only podcast solely focused on the XFL. From a sunny Southwest Florida studio, here's your host Michael Lathrop. Hello football fans, this is episode 26, A Leak and Bird Visit. This episode is brought to you by our friends at Royal Retros by 503 Sports. Royal Retros are the king of throwbacks. Royal Retros by 503 Sports provides a line of merchandise from legendary defunct leagues such as the XFL 1.0. If you have always wanted to get yourself a quality Las Vegas Outlaws He Hate Me or Los Angeles Extreme Tommy Maddox jersey, perhaps even an OG XFL's Team's t-shirt, we have you covered. Simply click on the link provided in the show's description and notes and enter the code Let's Talk XFL" at checkout to receive 10% off your purchase. Welcome back! As we continue to wait for those major announcements, there are some interesting nuggets of information being unearthed without the league's blessing, which gives us a few XFL developments to cover. In addition, later in the show I will be joined by former Seattle Dragons wide receiver Dantes Bird to discuss his time in the XFL in 2020 and what he's been up to these days. So let's get to it. On April 25th, former Houston Roughnecks head coach June Jones updated his Twitter account's profile. For a moment, Coach Jones leaked the following. Offensive coordinator, XFL for Jim Hazlitt in Seattle. About an hour later, he removed the XFL portion, leaving only the following. St. Louis High School Athletic Director of Development, looking forward to helping kids. It is possible Coach Jones updated his profile without the blessing of XFL brass. Once word got out, it is likely someone within the XFL instructed him to take it down immediately. This is not surprising. The league has been tight-lipped on almost everything since the current ownership took over. Coach Jones has been the ultimate XFL ambassador. So, for one, I believe the leak is legitimate, which means the XFL welcomes back Coach Jones in a reduced role. Second, Seattle is essentially confirmed and Hazlitt will be its head coach. Third, Coach Jones only included Seattle, not the Seattle Dragons. This could mean a rebrand is underway. Then, on April 26th, American National Combines announced the XFL's Director of College and Pro Relations, C.J. Cavazos, will be in attendance for their Houston Combine on May 7th. This will be the second American National Combine the XFL has attended this year. As I have previously mentioned in a prior episode, the XFL has had success with scouting players at the American National Combines. I would anticipate this will not be the last of their events attended by XFL scouts. The remaining American National Combine's 2022 schedule includes the following events. Baltimore on May 14th, Chicago on May 21st, Atlanta on May 28th. These dates perfectly align with the reported timeline of the XFL's Players' Combine in June as well as upcoming player showcases. Then, on April 27th, XFL co-owner Dwayne The Rock Johnson made a post on his social media accounts. The post included the following. Vegas, wheels up, and thank you for that unbelievable love. Love you back. We have big plans for your amazing city. I will return. For whatever it might be worth, the post included multiple fire emojis. Many of those who are well-connected within the XFL and alternative football community believe and have reported Las Vegas is in play for a 2023 XFL team, with Rod Woodson as the likely head coach. Then, on April 28th, Dwayne The Rock Johnson made another post on his social media accounts. In the post was a picture taken the night before. He was standing next to a wax statue of himself, posing as its twin, holding a glass of taramana. His biggest takeover was an appearance at the CinemaCon, where he was recognized as the Entertainment Icon of the Decade Award winner. This is evidence his visit to Las Vegas was not XFL-related. I understand the fan base is eager and they can't help themselves from speculating, but we must not forget The Rock has numerous business ventures in addition to his acting career. I am not saying this removes Las Vegas from the XFL picture. As XFL insider Mike Mitchell has repeatedly stated, the situation is fluid. There are several factors which must be resolved, most notably the reported issue with the Las Vegas Raiders. Supposedly, the Raiders' move to Las Vegas included a provision that hinders other professional football teams from coming to the city. If this is true, it doesn't eliminate the XFL from returning to the city. However, it would require additional work with the National Football League and city officials to work out an agreement, which will allow an XFL team. I would like to think anything is possible. The XFL and the National Football League already have a partnership regarding innovation opportunities in advancing the game of football. Perhaps this is just enough to bring the leagues together and work towards a solution. Also on April 28th, former Tampa Bay Vipers tight end Nick Truesdell was released by the New Jersey Generals of the USFL. This is a surprising move. Truesdell was a top five tight end in receiving yards for the shortened XFL 2020 season. I feel as though it has a lot to contribute to the alternative football community. With the XFL approaching players combines as showcases, I would anticipate an opportunity for him in either of these events and available for the XFL draft. As I have previously mentioned, I will now be joined by former Seattle Dragons wide receiver Dantes Byrd to discuss his time in the XFL in 2020 and what he is up to these days. For those of you who may not know, Dantez's career has included stints with the Atlanta Falcons of the National Football League in 2018, Memphis Express of the Alliance of American Football in 2019, Seattle Dragons of the XFL in 2020, Hamilton Tiger Cats of the Canadian Football League in 2020 and 2021, and the Massachusetts Pirates of the Indoor Football League in 2021. Welcome, Dantes. I appreciate you taking the time to join the show to discuss your professional football career. Despite being only 26 years old, you have quite the journeyman football career, from your collegiate days of a walk-on at Louisville, to an eventual transfer at Tennessee Tech, to your brief dream moment with the Atlanta Falcons in 2018. Since then, you have built quite a professional career in various alternative football leagues with the AAF, XFL, CFL, and IFL. Along the way, you have faced one form of adversity after another. Where do you find your courage and determination to push forward with your football career?
1: Yeah, so with a a career like that, that's always up in the air. Um, You just got to find that from deep down inside. Um, I I feel like I still haven't reached my peak yet. So that's really been driving me and pushing me to stay motivated.
0: No doubt. I understand you're a free agent. I have noticed that you're active on social media, letting the USFL and XFL know that you're available and ready to compete. How are you keeping yourself ready? For when you receive the call, what does your training regimen look like?
1: So honestly, I've just been um, waking up, you know, working out about twice a day, just staying mentally fresh and mentally ready. Uh, With the professional lifestyle and career, you can get that call any day. It could be a call tomorrow or it could be a a call months from now, but you just got to keep your body ready because you never know. It's a lot of uncertainty with being a professional football player.
0: How was your relationship with Jim Zorn and Mike Riley? What was your time like in the XFL with the Seattle Dragons?
1: With the XFL, I actually came in the last three days of camp, and at that time uh, Mike Riley had just found out that uh, his wife was sick. So he was leaving when I was coming in, and at that time we was uh, transitioning to uh, Coach Zorn, taking over the offense. So we had three days left for camp, and then we had a like a preseason scrimmage. Um, that was the last day in San Antonio. And, and when we went back to Seattle, uh, Coach Rowley was not with us at that time. So uh, I I barely got to meet Coach Rowley, but um, it, was, it was good playing with Coach uh, Jim Zorn.
0: I'm curious how things were handled with the XFL when it came to the halt of the 2020 due to the pandemic. How did you learn of the situation? How did the league and the team treat you throughout that process?
1: Yeah, so we started hearing rumors that there was a possibility that the XFL could be ending because of COVID and what was going on with COVID. And then Seattle, I know Seattle was one of the first places that had hit like pretty hard. And we had a couple players that actually got COVID before we had ended the XFL. And, you know, we had been getting those rumors, but we tried to stay mentally ready and prepare for our next game because we were still practicing and stuff like that. But the night before we found out that XFL was ending, we had a team meeting and, you know, Coach Zorn went over it with us and we had a doctor come in and talk to the team about COVID and what COVID was. And and then he had kind of um, announced that the XFL was done and that we were going to be going back home and that Seattle was going to a state of emergency and and stuff like that. So, you know, that was the type of deal to where if you didn't leave in the next couple hours or the next day or so you would have got stuck in Seattle because everything shut down. So I had took a red eye um, and went back home. And it's crazy because when I went back home, everything was still normal for about a a couple more weeks uh, compared to in Seattle where it was, it was basically a ghost town uh, once COVID hit.
0: Wow. Seeing that you didn't really have much time with Mike Riley with him being the offensive coordinator there. I'm curious if any of your coaches have vouched for you with Mike Riley being with the USFL, being the New Jersey Generals head coach. Has there been any discussions with some of your former coaches trying to help you get with the USFL?
1: I know. I wish. I wish. I really do wish. I thought when Mike Riley getting the head coaching uh, job that I might have had a chance of getting drafted with him. I know before the USFL draft, a lot of people were speculating that I would be one of the receivers taken. And even with the supplemental draft that I thought I was going to be one of the receivers taken, but that didn't end up happening. So I kind of just, you know, waited around with that, but I haven't talked to Mike Rowley. I've reached out to Mike Rowley. Um, I reached out to the offensive coordinator, Steve Smith. He was an offensive line coach with uh, Seattle dragons and in, in XFL. And I, I reached out to them. Um, they, they, Little to no response, kind of still waiting. I've been in talks with John Peterson and he has added me to an emergency list um, at the start of the USFL season. So basically an emergency list is a short list of guys who are basically ready to go if someone goes down or if they need an extra body or two in the USFL, they will present that list to the coaches and then the coaches will be able to pick off that list. And so I've I kind of been very um, optimistic with that and just staying ready just in case my name does get called. Awesome.
0: Have you or your representation had any contact with anyone from the XFL regarding upcoming combines or showcases?
1: Not as right now. Uh, we're still waiting to hear more details about that.
0: So it's pretty much just silence.
1: Silence, yeah. that's That's basically what's going on right now. Kind of watching everything from the outside, just training and staying ready. I'm hoping to hear something.
0: So you haven't even heard anything secondhand from maybe former teammates or anything. Just complete silence. It's really surprising that nobody, I mean, I get us being the alternative media, not having news. But you would think that if there's anything, those back channels would perhaps have something. So that's unfortunate for you. Probably more frustrating than anything.
1: Yeah, I agree. Um, The only rumor that I heard was that it it may be like a XFL combine sometime in June. I did hear that rumor that it might be a, a XFL combine sometime in June. I don't know where it will be or when it will be, but that's the only rumor that I heard concerning the XFL. So
0: where are you located now these days? How far away from Birmingham, you know, if you were to get the phone call?
1: Currently, I'm in Louisville, Kentucky, just training. Um, that's where I'm from. So, I've just been here training. Uh, Birmingham is four and a half hours away. So, if I was to get the call, I would just drive up right away, you know. Wouldn't take no time. So, it's pretty much an ideal deal.
0: Outside of football, what have you been up to?
1: Um, So, I went back to the IFL, and I was playing there. And then I found out with John Peterson about the emergency list. So I kind of backed away from that to focus on training and staying healthy. Gotcha.
0: So aside from training, what are you filling your days with? Anything major, or is it just more focused on football right now?
1: Um, it's, it's, it's very focused with football, and I'm also a personal trainer back home. So I'm kind of around football all the time. And I also have my own like seven on seven youth uh, travel team as well that I, I manage and make sure everyone's like doing what they got to do and getting college looks and stuff like that. Well, that's really cool. It's really cool. So you know, Everything is around football right now.
0: <laughs> well, I don't blame you, especially if that's the dream. I can't fault that. If I just give you a moment to just make your plea. Because I have had recently an XFL executive came on, Dean Blandino. So if you had an opportunity and they're listening and you wanted to present yourself in a way, what would you say to anyone from the XFL?
1: I think that any XFL team that gets me, I I will be a still on the field. I can play any position that is needed. Very dynamic uh, playmaker who can run great routes and who can do whatever the coach needs. As far as special teams. Inside, outside receiver, um, just a guy with a high IQ that has a lot of knowledge for the game and can execute on a high level. Good deal.
0: Dantes, I don't want to take a lot of your time, so it's been a pleasure. I appreciate you taking the time to come onto the show and talk with me about your XFL experience. I hope more opportunities are offered to you and you can get a big break to fulfill your dream. And if you do return to the XFL in 2023, I would love to have you come back on again so we can discuss, you know, what the process might be of kind of getting ramped back up and back underway. If our listeners wanted to follow you and your journey, where could they do so?
1: Uh, they can follow me on Instagram at Bird, or they can follow me on Twitter at underscore SpeedyBert.
0: Awesome. Perfect. Thank you, Dantes.
1: No problem. Thank you.
0: Dantes Bird joining the show is a blessing. Although we did not learn anything new in regard to XFL 3.0, I believe it is important to recognize those from the past who have blazed the path for what exists today. In the case of Dantes, he is a young talent. He deserves an opportunity to keep himself in the limelight, so to speak, and keep his dream alive. Seeing the National Football League's 2022 draft was this past weekend. We could likely see the XFL resume its announcements. I anticipate the league will have an eye on capturing sports headlines to build momentum on the road to the 2023 kickoff in February. The next week or so will also be an active period for undrafted players to enter contract discussions with interested National Football League teams. Once this process is completed, the XFL will have a better idea of who is available And will likely begin inviting players to the league's player combines and showcases. All good things must come to an end. This concludes another episode of Let's Talk XFL. As always, I am interested in receiving your feedback. So do not be a stranger. Reach out to let me know your thoughts. And if you do so, your comments might just make it on the show. But before you go, do not forget to subscribe and rate the show on your platform or choice. One last thing. If you're interested in checking out our friends over at Royal Retro's by 503 sports, do not forget to click on the link in the show's description and notes, as well as that sweet code. Let's talk XFL for 10% off your purchase. Thank you for tuning in till next time. Cheers. Thank you for tuning into today's show. Don't forget to subscribe and rate Let's Talk XFL on your platform of choice. Follow Let's Talk XFL on Facebook and Twitter at Let's Talk XFL. Do you have a question or topic you would like to have addressed on the show? Message the show via social media or send an email to letstalkxfl at gmail.com.